Elevate is the podcast brought to you by the Peer Ministers from the Office of Campus Ministry at St. Anselm College. The mission of Elevate is simple, to empower our listeners in their spiritual journeys and to plant seeds of faith. Have a topic we can discuss or a question we can answer? Reach out to us at campusministry at anselm.edu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Elevate, the podcast from the St. Anselm College Office of Campus Ministry. I'm Conchetta Rashambo. And I'm Tom Canuel. And we're so glad to be back with y'all for another episode of Elevate. So stoked. So stoked. So today we're going to be talking a bit about the saints and why they're important in our lives, of course. And we'll get to that in just a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we have a few small announcements to start. Conchetta, you want to hit one? First off, thank you so much to all of our listeners. The love that we got and the support that we got from our first episode was just so amazing and such a grace moment. We really love you guys so much, and we can't do this without you. So thank you. Absolutely. Um, You know, it's been just such an outpouring of support. We literally Mm -hmm. cannot thank you guys enough for that. Um, And our second big announcement is we have our first guest on Elevate, guys. Who is it? Who is it? Drum roll. Oh, a little drum roll, please. A huge Elevate welcome to Julia Smith. Yes, Julia. Hello, Um, Julia. Julia's a sophomore peer men here in the Office of Campus Ministry. She's a nursing major. Uh, so welcome, Julia. Guys, I'm so stoked to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my goodness, thanks for coming and joining us. We're so happy that you're here. And um, before we get started, why don't you share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So Tom mentioned, so my name is Julia. I'm a sophomore nursing major. I'm from Pelham, New Hampshire, not too far from here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am a peer minister in campus ministry. Um, but outside of that, I'm in Anselmian Break, Road for Hope. Um, I'm in the dance club. I sing in the choir. I sing in the Hilltop Worship Choir. Whoa. I'm in Student Ooh. Nurses Association. <laughs> I do a little bit of everything around campus. Yeah, definitely a little bit of everything. More like a lot of bit of everything. Yeah, oh, definitely. Goodness. Um, and I was listening to your last episode, and you guys both shared oh. a little fun fact about yourself. So I yes. drew up one from my <laughs> own life. Um, so a little fun fact about me is that um, I was visiting... Uh, France with my family back in April 2019 and mm-hmm. we actually we actually visited the Cathedral of Notre Dame the day before it burned down. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah, so I'm one of the last people to have seen the original cathedral. And so. I'm also wow. super glad you didn't go a day later. No, oh yes, I'm very definitely. glad Definitely. We could see the smoke from my hotel room wow. so it was a little scary but it was super wow. cool. I still have all the pictures of the inside and everything. So cool. Yeah, Julia. it was wow. crazy. Wow. Thank you for Not sharing so that, Julie. <laughs> Like, that was, wow, I'm, like, blown away by that. That's That's got to be the coolest fact so far. I, you know, first guess, you've already set the bar, like, super high. Oh, man. Um, so thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So, guys, one of my favorite things to do, um, you know, before any program I'm doing for Peer Men or anything like that, is to go through, like, a grace moment from the past mm-hmm. week. And uh, for our viewers who might not know, a grace moment is kind of like, a highlight from the past week or a time mm-hmm. where you've really felt God present in your life. Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. So I love it. I love grace moments. Um, 
I'll start. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, if you guys listen to the last episode or remember from the last episode, one of my dreams is to be in a worship band. And so every Saturday I go to a Bible study at Shiloh Church, which is right down the road. Um, and they have like a full stage with microphones, cool lights, and like every instrument you could mm-hmm. ever imagine. Um, and I got to jam out on that stage and I felt like an absolute rock star. It was so cool. That's awesome. Such a great moment. So, so, so you just accomplished your dream. I know, almost. basically. I got almost. a little taste. so epic. I know, it is pretty epic. That's so cool. Um, so my grace moment from the week, one of the other things I'm involved in, forgot to mention, I'm an admissions oh ambassador. I work for the Office of Admission and we had our fall open house, which is super exciting. But super um, cool. at the end of the open house, we saw a crowd of people out in front of the church. So I ran over with a couple of my friends and there was actually a wedding and it was oh, the wow. bride and groom were walking out of the church. So we got to see them all dressed up. We got to see oh. her the bride's beautiful dress. So, cool. so that was definitely my grace moment was cheering oh. for the happy couple with all of my friends. So fun. That's that. Weddings are so fun. Weddings they are, so fun. especially Super at the fun. Abbey too. Yeah, definitely. Oh, beautiful. So pretty. Um, well, mine, I, I went on the Mount Major hike with the Office mm. of Campus Ministry and Outer Limits, which is um, one of the clubs we have here on campus mm-hmm. focused a lot on hiking up in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a lot of fun hiking the mountain and had some really good conversations and mm. we celebrated mass on top with so cool. um, just like overlooking Lake Winnipesaukee, which was so just cool. gorgeous. so yeah. beautiful. Gorgeous. Um, yeah. So like I came back to campus and I was like, you know, yeah. like I, I just so relaxed and uh, very at peace. I was Love like, that. this is, this is it right here. I don't think you can top this. Yeah, definitely. Definitely have to check out Mount Major soon. I want to absolutely hike before it gets you know, too cold out. Absolutely. It's <laughs> For the New England winter. I know, right? <laughs> oh, do I think snowshoeing it? That'd be kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll I, see, we'll see. I guess not. They don't agree with me. I don't know. If anyone does agree with me, feel free to comment on this or something so I don't feel alone. So... Well, alrighty, guys. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. And now, I think it's time to elevate our conversation and to talk (laughs) about the saints. Tom, is this going to be an every episode type of dad joke? You know, it's the second episode. I think it is now, so I don't think I'm going to stop it. Oh, God. No turning back. Anyways, anyways. (laughs) Let's talk about the saints. Um, I'm honestly not super educated about saints, so I had to do my research. Really? I had to do my research on this one, guys. Wow. In case any of you don't know, Chet is an Orthodox Christian, mm-hmm. so she's coming at this from a different perspective than yeah. like even Julia and I are. Mm-hmm. So, um, Conchetta, I'm not really sure about the theology of this mm-hmm. or anything like that, but. How exactly do Orthodox Christians see the saints? Yeah, good question. Um, Orthodoxy sees saints as people who are like very close friends of God. And I know that we all have a friend in God, but um, Orthodox, Christ- or Orthodox Christian saints were in touch with God spiritually and basically just dedicated their entire lives to serve Jesus and Christ. That's awesome. Yeah. And really, it's not that far off from the Catholic definition yeah. either. Um, you know, at least as Catholics, we see the saints as people who lived really holy lives mm-hmm. and um, we really see them as examples um, of the many different ways that we can reach heaven mm-hmm. and we also believe that the saints are in heaven so mm-hmm. they're praying for us here on earth right now as we're kind of going through life yeah, um, so it's the reason why you'll like see catholics praying in front of a statue that kind of thing or a picture of a saint mm-hmm. 
that kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I feel like there's sometimes a lot of like misconception there. Um, yeah. When oh, people yeah. start thinking of like Catholics and saints, mm-hmm. um, I feel like a lot of times people think that we're praying to the saints as if they're God. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, we believe that we're just asking them to pray for us, to kind of like intercede for us. Um, it's kind of like asking a friend to pray for you yeah. um, because you're struggling yes. with something. So it's yes. not like you're praising the other person. You're just like asking them for your help and for their prayers. No, that's Absolutely. that's super good. And that makes so much sense. And I'm glad that is like clarified because um, for Orthodox Christians, we think the same, but we see the saints, especially as role models. Um, personally, my okay. faith is built upon having like a deep relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think oh, knowing yeah. how the saints dedicated their lives um, can be a powerful tool to help me deepen my relationship with Christ. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, super cool. So. And I actually have a really beautiful story of asking saints to pray for um, my brother before he was born. And I asked my mom to retell the story to me recently. So I would love to share that with uh, you guys. Please do. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little interested to hear Let's this. Let's do it. All right. Please. So this story is um, when my mother was pregnant with my younger brother, Dominic. My parents were told by the doctors that the baby was very, very sick. Um, they were told that he had a missing nasal bone, which is the number one finding for Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And my parents were, they were devastated, not because he would have special needs, but because they felt unsure of how they would raise a kid with special needs on top of caring for six other kids. Yeah. If you didn't know, I'm, I'm a part of a big family. That's um, a lot. Yeah. That's a big task. For sure. And um, even two weeks prior to the due date, ultrasound showed that there was still no nasal bone developed. Um, and throughout this pregnancy, my dad learned about St. Eleftherios and St. Marina, which are Whoa. the patron saints. <laughs> they're the patron saints of expectant mothers, childbirth, and children with special needs. Um, and so these two Orthodox Christian saints are known to have performed miracles through their petitions to Christ. Um, mm-hmm. and, so my mo- and so my father began to pray fervently um, and ask them um, for my brother's healing and protection. So... On March 27th, 2012, my baby brother was born, and he was as perfect as can be. Um, Dominic not only had a nose, but he had a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that this was a miracle gifted to us from God through the intercession prayers of St. Eleftherios and St. Marina. Um, wow. Yeah. That's beautiful, beautiful story. Yeah, Dominic is 10 years old now and is a walking miracle, and, you know, glory to God, he's such a blessing. How do you pronounce that saint name? Saint Elephedios. Saint Elephedios. That's my Greek roots coming in. Oh my goodness. Ten years old. I'm sure you wish he was keeping his nose out of stuff. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You got me there. You got it there, Julia. (laughs) Wow. Okay. He's such a good kid, though. (laughs) That's awesome. Glory to God that he's. So, no, glory to God, really, truly. You know, 10 years old is a good age. Oh, yeah. Pretty he's, fun. He's the coolest. He's such, like, an old soul. He you is. Know, like, he's well beyond his age. He's so mature. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, in any case, your story kind of reminded me um, Dorothy Day. Dorothy Day. I've actually never heard of her before. Who is she? That's a good question. Dorothy Day is awesome. And, mm. like, if you guys are ever, like, in the office of campus ministry and you see Kat... Cat loves Dorothy Day, um, so she like constantly will talk about her. That's probably an over exaggeration, but Cat, please don't kill me. Love you. Love anyway. you, Cat. <laughs> anyway, um, so the church hasn't officially declared Dorothy Day as a saint yet, mm-hmm. um, but she's certainly on her way there. Um, and in complete honesty, if you really want to hear about like an epic saint. Dorothy Day's got to be up there. Um, now, now think about this, right? Extreme feminist, 
involved in socialist journalism, oh, yeah. living this really radical, wild mm. lifestyle in New York, kind of mm. the furthest thing anyone would possibly even mm. imagine from sainthood. Wow. Um, lived that way kind of for 10 years, and she eventually um, goes over to Staten Island, and she converts after a meeting with, like, a group of nuns. Mm-hmm. Um, so she kind of changes a lot of her lifestyle. She has a daughter, and um, she moves back to New York mm-hmm. and um, meets this guy named Peter Morin. It's like 1930s America, so like the Great Depression's really happening. And Peter Morin comes up to Dorothy Day and is like, hey, like, you should like form this movement called the Catholic Workers Movement. Mm-hmm. Um, start this like journalism newspaper um, opening houses of hospitality for the poor, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing, just really trying to live with the poor, be with them, and to serve them yeah. um, kind of as a big part of their faith. Um, so she did that. And, you know, the newspaper, I sometimes see it in the office, mm-hmm. uh, Catholic Workers Movement. It's, like, still around today. The houses of hospitality yeah. are around, and they're around all over the nation. It's not just in New York. Cool. Um, but she kind of shows how like sainthood is really like can be about showing your true colors, who mm. you are, caring for all kinds of people, embodying yeah. service, that kind of yeah. thing. So she, I'm a big, big fan of her. Oh, she sounds so cool. I want to be her yeah, friend. Definitely. <laughs> she sounds like an awesome role model because I don't know about you guys, but whenever I think of saints, I think of these like holy people that grew up super Catholic, spent their entire lives Mm. in prayer, which obviously there's nothing wrong with that, but it's really cool to have these types of people um, where like they're kind of more, their stories are almost kind of more relatable. For sure. Um, Oh, yeah. They're not perfect, but they found God and they did amazing things with the gifts that he gave them. Yeah. I just Mm -hmm. think their stories epic super so cool. epic is the word of the day guys <laughs> i know literally i think that's like the fifth or sixth time it's come up today oh yeah. my goodness no but it's encouraging because dorothy day sounds like honestly like someone that i'd be best friends with and some that i'd relate to and some that oh, i do yeah. relate to like that's i don't know super cool super epic super <laughs> epic to use our new word of the day oh, for God. this podcast i gotta stop yeah well <laughs> A super epic saint, in my opinion, um, is uh, Saint Philomena. So um, she was really cool. She um, went through so much in her life, and yet she continued to preserve her faith. Um, Mm. So when she was 13, she took a vow of consecrated virginity. So in other words, she wanted to remain uh, single for Christ. Okay, thank you for that clarification. (laughs) I almost got very confused there. (laughs) For sure. Um, But Emperor Diocletian... um, he was an emperor at the time. He's known for persecuting a lot of early Christians, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, he fell in love with uh, Philomena, but she refused to marry him because she had taken that um, vow of consecrated virginity. So he uh, tried having her killed many times. So she did um, become a martyr and was beheaded, uh, but she's Ooh. still such a great example of faith and, um, and trust, even at such a young age. Like I said, she was 13 years old. Wow. What a story. I That's can't imagine. awesome. Oh, my so, goodness. So inspiring. I don't think I've ever heard. Conchetta, have you heard of her? I've never heard of her, but that was that was pretty cool. I that was pretty cool. And, you know, there's a lot of really good saints to talk about, but sadly, there's literally not enough time to talk about them all. Mm. However, I do, I guess, want to note, you know, there, that there can be saints in our own lives, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to give a really good example of at least who I think is a saintly figure here at St. A's. Um, So I'm giving a shout out to Father Peter. Um, So Father Peter was a monk and priest at a monastery, Mm -hmm. and he unfortunately passed away last year. But 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm in the monastery a lot, and I hear just about the huge impact that he made on the lives of so many of them here. He was a novice master mm-hmm. for some time, so kind of training some of the monks coming in for their mm-hmm. first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also, like, a lot of students that he impacted, too. Yeah. Um, and I don't know a lot about him, but... I do know that he was super humble, he was very wise, very loving, yeah. um, and I think a really good and practical example of some like some of those unrecognized saints in our lives. Cool. Um, it's just one of the many people we might consider saints that we can mm-hmm. really look up to and pray for. Yeah, super cool. Definitely, though. Um... I encourage everyone to find a role model in their in their life, in their faith Absolutely. journey. Um, yeah. Whether that's a friend, family member, or even a monk like you were saying, there's so many people that can inspire us and help us grow in our own faith. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, people. the saints can be our friends, too. Yeah, um, sure. So, like, we mentioned a few, but um, there's also so many other really cool saints. St. Mm-hmm. Augustine, Blessed Pierre Giorgio, Blessed Carlo Cudis, to name a few. Um, <laughs> Just a few. There's so many um, <laughs> awesome saints out there that we can look up to. Oh, yes. So, well, in any case, for all of you guys listening out there, we want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Do you have a saint that's really cool and worth mentioning? Send us an email, Mm campusministry.edu, or tag Campus Ministry with a post on Instagram, and we'll pick one or two to talk about at the beginning of our next episode, which I think would be pretty cool. Yeah, this is your podcast, too, guys. We want to hear your voices. Um, Oh, yeah. And join us next time as we discuss the power of gratitude. We'll talk about questions like, what does it mean to be truly thankful? How can we include gratitude in our prayer life? And why is it important? Um, We'll be welcoming another new guest. And we cannot wait to have another amazing conversation. It's going to be a fun conversation. I'm very, very excited about it. Um, And guys, also, don't be afraid. Please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yep, don't be afraid. Um, And please (laughs) continue to spread the word to your friends and family. and um, Your dog, your cat. Yeah, your dog, cat. I don't (laughs) think they'll understand what we're talking about, but they'll figure it out eventually. Everyone's welcome. Oh, yeah. So we really hope that we can um, reach as many people as we can with this podcast around the community. So we can only do that with your help. So please spread the word, continue giving us a shout out, and um, please interact with us. We want to hear from you. And we just want to give a huge thank you to our first guest, Julia. You are amazing. We were so happy that you joined (laughs) us today. Thank you guys so much for having me. I had so much fun. We love you so much. Oh, yes, we do. (laughs) Great first guest. Yes. Um, And thank you all for listening as well. Mm -hmm. We can't wait to be back with you soon for our next episode, which I'm so excited about. (laughs) But until then, I'm Tom. And I'm Conchetta, and we'll see you next time. God bless you guys. Elevate is a podcast brought to you by the St. Anselm College Office of Campus Ministry. The hosts for Elevate are Tom Canuel and Conchetta Archambeau. The guest for this episode is Julia Smith. The podcast was edited by Tom Canuel and produced by Father Francis McCarty. Music was composed and recorded by Conchetta Archambeau, Joe Barrett, and Olivia Barrett. The logo was created by Jocelyn Rejo. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time.